Welcome to Think Better, Live Better, the weekly live program brought to you by Caring Counseling and the support of faithful listeners. Clinical counselor and ordained Pastor Robert Wilson, LMHC, invites you to call in during the coming hour with questions about emotional and mental health and the Christian believer's worldview. You may call in during the program to 401-737-0700, 401-737-0700. Good morning, folks. This is Robert Wilson with Think Better, Live Better, and you will if you do. And my wonderful co-host is back, Sandy Reitmeyer. Sandy. Yes, good morning, everyone. So yeah. happy to be back. It's a wonderful, nice, sunny day out today. And, you know, it's wonderful to go away and visit family, and we all need that. But it, as Pastor says, he loves when he comes back to Little Roadie. Absolutely. <laughs> love it here. I've been to a lot of places, folks. And let me tell you something. I love it here. God has me here, really. He he has me here. Roadie reminds me of this years ago. This little village I spent one summer in, it was uh, Fernet Voltaire in France, just outside of Geneva. Loved this little village, loved it, loved it. But this is the wonderful place that God has me in. This is the place that I came to salvation, and that means a lot. Okay, so yes, 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 yes. So we are back, folks, and we are talking about a topic. Yeah, what Uh, is the topic, Pastor? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so we're talking about self-centeredness, self-centeredness. And, and, you know, my theory is, uh, is this, is that it's self-centeredness that makes joy and fulfillment elusive. It, it, when we have our selves in the center of our lives it robs us of so much mm. joy you know i want to i want to go to this uh, scripture and it's second uh, second philippians 2 and i want to start from verse 5 have this attitude in yourselves which was also in christ jesus who although he existed in the form of god so have this attitude or mindset in yourself. Although he existed in the form of God, which talks about his pre-existence, right, before um, the uh, incarnation, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of, of man emptied himself mm, he emptied empty. himself yes in greek that's called kenosis this is actually called the kenosis passage it's emptying oneself and think about it when somebody is self-centered they are full of themselves right <laughs> yeah. they are full of themselves you have to empty yourself and i i know that a life full of self is empty and a life empty of self is full Mm. really yeah you cannot live a full life if you are full of yourself because you were not made to you were not created that way you were not 
You know, I often have discussions with my son about technology, and, you know, he will say things like, oh, Dad, you know, sometimes he uses eye products, but he says, you know, sometimes I don't like the eye products. He said, because Apple have made them in a way where you can only use them a certain way. I said, well, yeah, but that's how they were created, Mm -hmm. right? So that shouldn't frustrate you, but that's the same way with us. We were created a certain way. Scripture says that it's not in man to lead his own way. Mm. Solomon said, all things are vanity. This was without God, right? There's a great song by the Rolling Stones, I can't get no satisfaction, right? right. But I try, and I try, I can't get no. Mm-hmm. No, no, you cannot without God if you're just full of yourself. Because it's up to you now to find this purpose. But you cannot find that purpose without God. Yeah. It is not possible to find that purpose without God. And Jesus here but he emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of man. Right. I want to flip over to, to Matthew 4, and I want to read verse 8. So this is the temptation of Christ. Right? This is Christ starting is. The temptation before Christ starts his earthly ministry. And in verse 8, it says, Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Now, the interesting thing about this is that one here, Satan was not lying. He did have them to give because Adam had delivered them all up to Satan. So he did have them to give, right? But do you see what Satan is doing with Jesus? What he is offering him, he's offering him this self-centered way of getting everything back. He's offering him a crossless alternative. Yeah. yeah. In fact, he's, what he's saying, be self-absorbed. You don't have to do all of that stuff, bleed and be lashed and be humiliated. It's a self-centered way to do it. Of course, it would not have happened. Jesus would not have taken it. But he said, look what Jesus said. Then Jesus said, go saying, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. But, But understand when Satan really is telling Jesus to bow down and serve him. He's really telling him to bow down and serve yourself. Really? What benefits you? This is what, and this is what self-centeredness is and what it does. There are people who are depressed because of self-centeredness. We were made for community. You cannot be self-centered in the context of a community. It is not possible you will one you will um you will not be fulfilled you will not be able to derive the social supports that's necessary 
for functioning in the world. We need community. This is why you read some of these uh, psychological studies about people who are put in long-term solitary confinement. They do not do well mentally. You know, we need each other. You cannot live this self-centered life. And so what I'm saying, folks, is this, and we're going to apply it to uh, the context of our culture. But what I am saying is I believe this whole idea, and when we say dying to self, that's a theological term, right? right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's really what we're talking about is getting away from self-centeredness, mm-hmm. right? And and so if I say dying to self from a theological perspective, yeah, we're, well, but from, a, from a, a practical perspective, we're talking about self-centeredness. We are talking about not engaging in your own desires because those own desires are designed to actually kill you, rob you of everything. So we all know, there's a very famous trial with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, right? Very self-centered life that they were living. But see, Johnny Depp went through $650 million. <laughs> really, self-centered. Decades ago, remember Aaron, MC Hammer went through $300 million. We hear all of these things. It's self-centered. You never, ever hear of philanthropists going broke. Yeah. You never, ever hear a philanthropist never look at Warren Buffett. This guy's giving out so much money, and he just gets wealthier. Right. right. So, what I'm talking about now is really deriving fulfillment. People, oh, I just want to be happy. Well, that is not a product in its in itself. That is actually a residual effect of living a certain way mm-hmm. and having that joy and fulfillment. Right. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I want peace in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, everything that you're saying just makes me think about uh, when I was living more that way, mm. self-centered, and I'm sure I fall into it, Pastor. But mm. you know, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I always needed something. Mm. I needed more food. I wanted a better car. I wanted a new boyfriend. Mm. I wanted a better house to make me happy. Then once that wore off. Then what? Then mm. I was still searching mm. for something else to mm. make me happy. Mm. But when you're happy or, or joy on the inside because you're helping other people mm. or you're so close to God, um, what's his name? Uh, Harry, that was a prince. Prince, prince Harry. Harry, yeah. You know, I watched something, him the other day, and he said what makes him fulfilled in joy is being helping other people mm. like his mother taught him. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, she taught him well, where he could walk away from the royal family, right, for something bigger. Just just like that with Moses, where it says that Moses was able to walk away from the passing pleasures of Pharaoh's palace. He was able to walk away from the self-centeredness. And what I'm saying with this <clears throat> is that it's, I believe, it's, a self-centeredness that is causing a lot of the destruction we see in in our society today with the guns and yes. all, all of that kind of stuff. It's not the gun in itself. Now, the gun is the external weapon for, you know, committing 
these atrocities, right? But where does it start? Where does this this desire actually start? In the heart, right. a self-centeredness. It starts, I am not happy with my life. I want to take it out on a bunch of other people. I have made bad decisions with my life. Other people should pay. And here's why it's so incredibly self-centered. Even in three, four generations to come, people will remember it. There'll be newspaper clippings. Do you remember when our great-great-grandparents got gunned down in a bowling alley? Oh, yeah. To, to have that kind of, to, to wreak that kind of havoc, there has got to be such an incredible self-absorption that you have such disregard for human life, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That you do not care. And these people, you don't even know them. Really, right. you don't even know them. So there is no emotional connection. You can't say, well, he did that to me. It's not a crime of passion because for there to be a crime of passion, there has to be some cohesion in a relationship Yes, yes. for there to be a crime of passion. Mm. So this is just a, a, a self-absorbed crime of I'm not feeling good, my life's not going well, yeah. and I'm just going to take it out on the person who is closest to me, the bowling alley, the bar, wherever, mm-hmm. who is going to be in my firing range. Right, and uh, you know, the I don't know exactly where it is, Pastor Boer, it says our heart is wicked and deceitful, right? Mm. So if we don't have the Holy Spirit in us... right. Truly, our heart is wicked and deceitful, mm, right? Mm, because it's not reborn. Mm, and then if there's any mental issue, mental health issue, that's like a bomb right. between them two things together. Absolutely. And this that's one of the things also, thanks, Annie, but one of the things that I also want to say, that is true if there's a mental health issue, but I also want to say this, uh, uh, folks, because clearly I'm a mental health advocate because I'm a mental health professional, so... They go hand in hand. Understand one thing. People with mental illness problems, most people with mental illness problems are not violent. That's a proven statistic. Okay? And I've said, I used to say to myself when he was younger, oh, oh, that, uh, is that person mentally ill? I said that that is more of a problem of evil than mental, really of evil, the mental, and this that's this self-absorption. And self-absorption is evil because here's the thing. When we say that somebody has sociopathy, is a sociopath, we essentially are saying that that person has no regard for human life, right? Has no regard for human life. You know, I spoke about a great young man last week on my show, Mike Mansour. Right, who has great regard for human life to the point that this guy dived on a grenade mm, yeah. to save his comrades. That is someone who has great regard for human life. But typically in our society, folks, people are pushing other people on the grenade. Okay, people are pushing other people down. But here's the thing that we have to understand with somebody that has sociopathy, yes, 
yes, yes, most people are not going to kill anyone. But is where self-absorption comes in? Don't forget, it's to different degrees. There are people who also don't mind hurting people, hurting people's feelings, regardless of how they hurt them. We, If we are going to become healthy, selfless people, we should care about the way our actions impact others. We should care. A parent should care about lying to a kid and that kid finding out and being so hurt. A spouse should care about lying to a spouse, wherever, about spending or whatever the case may be. We should care about these things. These are where self-absorption comes in. And, for example, now a spouse that racks up a credit card that they've got without the other spouse knowing because they just want what they want. There's an example of everyday self-absorption right and and so i've used extreme examples but i'm coming down now and i'm using these very normal garden variety examples that mm-hmm. actually go in and what is what does self-absorption do this is my way of finding fulfillment mm. but it never ever happens they need more and more back to that rolling stone song i can't get no satisfaction but i try and i try and i try i can't get no and that's what that is what solomon is saying all is vanity without god you will not be able to get any satisfaction it's mm-hmm. like trying to quench your thirst drinking seawater right right so you know you cannot we are going to take a quick break Folks, uh, this is Robert Wilson, Sandy Reitmeyer. Think better, live better. We'll be right back. This is Life Changing Radio's Bill Blount. I wanted to take a moment and thank all who donated in our recent Far East Broadcasting Christmas for Thailand specials. So many participated and furnished approximately 460 Christmas boxes to waiting families in Thailand. The boxes you donated contain personal items, a Christmas toy for a child, and most importantly, gospel information. Again, thank you for your generous support. Like you, we're excited to see how the Lord will use your gifts to bring people to Christ. How would you like to get high-speed Internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast Internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your Internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast Internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now, 800-748-0593, 800-748-0593, That's 800-748-0593. Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy said, if you're breathing, you need encouragement. I'm Don Hawkins, glad to be back on Life Changing Radio with Encouragement Live, the only truly live call-in program in its time slot. We have great guests like Josh McDowell, Erwin Lutzer, and Greg and Aaron Smalley, and I love taking your phone calls. 
Join us Saturdays at 8.05 p.m. for Encouragement Live here on Life Changing Radio. Welcome back to Think Better, Live Better with your host, <laughs> Pastor Robert Wilson, and myself, Sandy Wrightmeyer. I'm laughing because I just almost missed the signal that we were coming back. Um, listen, I want you to know that you can hear Pastor Robert on Mondays and Thursdays at 5 o'clock on Zoom. The ID number, hope you got a pen available, 873-749-3614. The password is grace. If you don't want your picture, your face to be shown, it doesn't have to be. Uh, You can just be listening. But believe me, what you hear on the radio here, you'll get to hear two times a week. Uh, on Mondays and Thursdays. And then the first Friday of every month, Pastor does a Bible study at 5 p.m. also. I also want you guys to know that Pastor will be speaking uh, at a church on December 3rd. I believe it's called Grace Community Chapel on County Road in Seekonk. So if you're available, it's at 930. I would love everybody that is listening from the Rhode Island area to go meet him Uh, Pastor and I will be there. We'd love to meet you in person. I'd like you to back him up and support him. So that's a wonderful thing. And also, Pastor is always available for preaching at your church if your pastor's away, um, or a teaching of a Bible study, or a men's group, or just a, a conference. So please, you can give him a call at 401 919 3239 and leave a message with your name and telephone number. Tell him what you're needing, and he will get back with you. So, Pastor, let's get back to self-centeredness. And I, I wanted to say this. You said what it is, it's my way. We want right. my way. You know the old the old saying uh, my son used to say to his wife, fooling, it's my way or the highway. Right. <laughs> you know, right. but also everybody that's listening probably knows that I'm in a 12-step program uh, and the purpose of what they say in the book is that the root of our problem is selfish and self-centeredness. Mm. Biblically, we know that's true. Right. And even in 12-step programs, they know that that's true. And that's what yeah. we're discussing today, Ab- Pastor. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and this is, this is um, the thing. I, selfless living is healthy living. Living for something bigger than yourself, really. It will destroy you. Addictions are made of things like this. Stealing, theft, lying, all of that based on self-centeredness. Yes, self-centeredness where it's, I just want to gratify myself as i said back to these uh shooters that you are now what have all of this anger because of what has happened to you in your life and for the most part it's just bad choices that people have made and Mm -hmm. they're not able to deal with the effect so they need to blame someone not taking responsibility, the society, the family that I came from, the weather, the state, the soil, wherever. And now it gets taken out on a bunch of innocent people. And the reason why I say self-centeredness is that 
this so impacts these people. There are people who we know have been survivors of shootings who have committed suicide down the road. They can't understand why they have survived, have committed suicide, have become addicts, right, because they've survived, have um, lived a very aimless kind of life. There's a lot that goes into And if you are self-centered, you are not thinking about any of this, how it impacts these families, how it destroys families. You are just thinking about yourself yeah. in that moment. Yeah. I need to take out this rage. This, we see self-centeredness all the time. The road rage, got to get... I can't stand it that you are could just just cut me out, got in front of me, and it will ruin somebody's day. It's yes. self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is all this self-centeredness. And Christ shows, have this attitude in you mm-hmm. that was also in Christ. And understand one thing. The great thing about this is that he emptied himself. Yes. Christ actually emptied him. Wow. Self. Yes. He emptied himself and made himself of no reputation. Self-centeredness is that we want to make ourselves something that we're not. That's right. the problem. He made himself something less than he actually was. Mm. So is that ego on our part? There's ego, but ego is self-centeredness. Right. That's right. yeah. That is it's the I. Yeah. That the is I, self-centeredness. Yes. 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 Well, uh, I just want to remind people that this is a call-in show. If you have a comment, a question, something you just want to discuss with Pastor regarding the topic today of self-centeredness, please call in to 401-737-0700. Yes. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Right, yes. even death on a cross. For this reason, also God highly exalted him, bestowed on him the name which is above every name. So, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow of those who are in uh, in uh, heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. See, it's God that lifts us up when we become selfless, and this needs work. Right, we need to work. Selflessness does not come normally, but people who are typically selfless, yeah, they are not arrogant. They are humble. And you see these people stay on top. I think I mentioned it on one of um, on one of my meetings um, that I read this article and um, Oprah was talking about the, the guest that impressed her the most. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was, um, it was Paul McCartney. And she said... He is the only person that ever, ever actually came out and eat with her staff in the uh, buffet. Other people, I want chilled champagne and yes. lobster in my room. He asked for a few bottles of water and he came out and he ate with the staff. He was playing at a concert in Boston and they fired a person there. Yeah, they fired a person there and... He said he would not play unless they reinstated that person. Wow. That's, you see these people who are, sell, who are selfless, they go on top and they stay on top. Yes. Really. Yes. And you see the people who are selfish, they play king for a day. Mm-hmm. And boom, they come crashing down. Right. 
You remember I was speaking about Napoleon in one of my meetings and how he came crashing. And he was a brilliant military tactician, yeah. but very selfish and egotistical. We heard about this Napoleon complex, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so very, very selfish. So we have the, 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 the secret to success is this selflessness. Right. You know, Pastor, and, while you're mentioning different people, I, 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 what came to my mind, who came to my mind was Paul Newman and his wife. Oh, yes. I mean, they've been, they yeah. were, I mean, he died, but they were married all these years. Mm. Uh, even when he's retired, he's making sauces and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And the money is all donated. Yeah. Yes. So yes. he, him and his wife were thinking of others. Yes, exactly. That's a selfless e life. Exactly. Do you know, and you know, he was Robert Redford's mentor. And see, Redford has been very, very selfless. There's a great movie called The Sting. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah, where, and it's the end of this movie that is great. And so they do this thing on this mafia guy that kills Robert Redford's partner, right? I think his partner's name is Luther. And, okay, and it's this very, very elaborate thing, if you see. It's a brilliant movie. And um, at the end of it, they say to Robert Redford, oh, you're not going to get your share he said, no, I'd only blow it. And what the great thing about that is that everything he'd done, he did, didn't do it for the money. He did it because they'd hurt his friend and his yeah. friend's wife. And that was so selfless. Right. This, the, what he showed. And, you know, the last castle, that yes. was so selfless. Yes. yes. Remember what yes. he showed. And these are examples, right, of this selfless living. You find fulfillment because people are not fulfilled. People think that they're going to find fulfillment melting the credit card for all that they want for themselves. You will not find fulfillment in that. You will not find happiness. You will not find happiness in stuff. I'm not against people having stuff. I'm saying that stuff is peripheral. It's not central. That's right. And should not be central in your life. It shouldn't be everything that makes you happy for no, the moment. No. And then you need something yeah, else to make exactly, you happy. Exactly. It will never, ever, ever make you happy. You will become insatiable. You it cannot fulfill a need. It's only purpose that can fulfill a need. It's only living for something bigger than yourself. Right. You know, living for Prada shoes, I guarantee you, folks, not going to do it. Yeah. Ask, uh, uh, what is that uh, name of that lady, uh, Marcos? <laughs> she had thousands of oh, pairs right, of, right. of shoes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, no, not going to do it. It has to be peripheral. All of the stuff, anything material has right. to be peripheral. It can't be central. So, Pastor, you know, I've heard you say before that, um, you know, say a person gets reborn when they're 40 years old. Mm. Well, they've had 40 years of living the way of the world mm -hmm. and thinking that way. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so the person gets reborn. They're not going to change overnight. Correct. If, if they love things, if they like to, uh, you know, sparkly things right. like that. So it, it takes time. It's a process. It's a process. Right? It's not an event. Correct. It's Correct. A, it's Correct. a process. But that's why we need to be in the word more because the word will change our thinking. Correct. Right? Correct. And just this, this whole idea of us changing this self-centeredness it's a process with us all we have to work in it paul said i die daily i die to my desires daily so yes it is a process folks yeah. we are to die daily 
to our desires. You know, Pastor, that I can just give a quick little example uh, uh, for myself with food. You know, the way I used to eat was everything I wanted, mm. everything that the, just tastes so good. And then I couldn't stop. Mm. So dying daily to self, even with the food, mm. even with the food, like I don't need that much mm. or I don't need that particular mm. thing. Mm. I can eat a more healthy way. Mm. So mm. that's all kind of dying right. daily to self. Absolutely. What my desires are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is the, the, the key thing, folks, is that. Uh, understanding that there is fulfillment in living this way. But here's the thing, though, though, that one has to do, is that by faith is to trust God, that having this mind, this attitude, as Christ Jesus did, that they will find fulfillment. Right. Well, I think it's easy, or it should be easy for most people, to trust that because I guarantee you, if you're living a self-centered life, you're not fulfilled now. So you're really in a no-lose, potentially win situation. Potential win situation, no-lose, you have nothing to lose, but potentially you have a lot to gain. Yes, absolutely. You know, you mentioned the word attitude. I know that when my attitude changed in this regards, He's the master, Mm. not Sandra. Mm. He's the Mm. master. That was Mm. a big thing. Mm. And then you always bring up, not always, but many times bring up that we have to believe. Mm. We have to believe. Mm. So I got to believe that he'll do it, not I. You said about the big eye. That's the ego. Like, okay, if I do this, this, and this, I make a plan. I'll get it done. Right, right, right. You have to believe. And also, as it was uh, saying um, in this uh, in the school that um, I was, uh, that I teach this um, critical thinking uh, skills in a uh, private school up in Mass. And um, I actually said, was talking to them about self-centeredness. And I was saying that is the thing now as kids and many adults don't know that this is wrong. But now that you do know that you are not to be the center of your world. There's something that you can do about it because here's what typically happens, right? You find yourself dwelling on yourself. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm when you, center. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm God. the center of the universe. So what you should do is like, pray, Lord, help me not to dwell on myself. If you don't know it's wrong, you'll continue to do it. Right. right, you you will continue to do it, and we almost have this mentality that being selfless is weak. No, it's not. It's strength, and being selfish is weak, folks. Being selfish, living for yourself, is weak. The strength is being selfless. Mike Mansour, that I talk, that I spoke about last week. Jumping on a grenade, is that weak? Is that weak? Is that, is that weak, jumping on a grenade? No, no of course it's not. No, no, that is no. strong. Who could do that? A selfish people cannot do that, folks. So there's nothing strong about just being self-absorbed. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's in being selfless, living for something bigger than yourself. Right. Pastor, I just want to mention again, the phone number to call in is 401 401- 
401-737-0700. Let me say it slower. 401-737-0700. I'd like to hear from people, you know, uh, let's say since you've been born again, how do you see yourself different that you're not the center of your own world mm, anymore? Mm. What do you see? What are, what are the things that you can actually see mm. that has changed mm. in your life because you're not living for self, mm. at least not as much as we used to, right, Right, Pastor? right, right. <laughs> right, yeah, that's true. What has changed? What has changed in your life given the fact that now you are not living for self as much as you used to. As anything changed in one's life, it should. And how are we processing this? Are we moving in a direction of selflessness? Or are we just still on this blob of being self-absorbed? You will not find any fulfillment in self-absorption. You cannot be the center of your own universe. It has to be something else. That's the whole idea of what Maslow was talking about, self-actualization, living for something bigger. There are people who are so willing, as Paul was, Mike Mansour, to die for these things. Firemen, police officer, because they're living for something much, much bigger. And don't forget, folks, it's not like these people are being paid lots and lots of money. So there is this gratification that they get. And these people pay lots and lots of money who are so unfulfilled and miserable. So that isn't the answer. It's a life empty of self. Life Mm -hmm. empty of self is full. And a life full of self is empty. Folks, we are going to take a quick break. This is Robert Wilson, Think Better, Live Better, Sandy Wright Meyer. We'll be right back. Let's see. If something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into. And that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month. And that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with. You can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 800-PSALM-32. That's 800-P-S-A-L-M-32. 800-PSALM-32. AM and FM radio still works for advertisers. It gets to you. It gets inside you. It's a back and forth, one-on-one thing. I'm here, you're here, and that's why it works. We're here for you. The intimacy of radio, I think, makes a connection that the other things don't. And when people are connected that way, they trust the host. It's like if you closed your eyes and just listen to somebody, wouldn't you have a more intense connection with them than if you were watching them in the middle of a circus? And that's a little bit what today's world is, is because there's so much going on. 
Radio is a familiar friend to 90% of Americans. Combining the power of radio with the loyalty and responsiveness of life-changing radio listeners can help your business attract new and responsive customers. It's easy to find out more today when you go online to lifechangingradio.com and click on the Tell Me More banner. That's at lifechangingradio.com. Welcome back to Think Better, Live Better with your host, Pastor Robert <laughs> Pastor Robert, and myself, Sandy Wrightmeyer. Uh, so I want to thank everyone that has been praying for this ministry. This isn't just a radio program once a week. This is a ministry, and it's entitled, it's called Care In, C-A-R-E-I-N Ministries. And we want to thank those uh, that are uh, helping donate or give an offering uh, that helps the caring ministries as a whole, not only to keep us on the radio, but also for the website. So the podcast, everything that pastor shares on Monday, Thursday, the Friday night Bible study, the Saturday uh, ra- radio program will be, is on YouTube, but that all costs money. So I am thanking those that keep us in prayer and that have been uh, sending in offerings. What I'd like to put out before you now is, Become a partner with this with this program, with this care and ministries. And how you would do that is if you would go before God and ask God, what how much do you want me to give to that ministry? Because it is doing so much to bring people into the word of God, into the kingdom, and to change their thinking so that they will have a better life. So now you know what? I was thinking, even if it was $20 a month, you know what that is? That's 67 cents a day. Some people don't even pick up the change, you know, from the cash register when they're um, at a supermarket. They just, you know, give it as a, a donation. It says to, to uh, you know, give it to like the food bank or whatever. And that's important. But it's also important that the word of God gets spread out there. That's that's our commission to share the word of God. So many, many will come into the kingdom. So if you're uh, praying about it and, and God gives you an amount to, to send us, we'd like to see if it would be consistently monthly so that we know we can pay the bills of the radio station and the, uh, the website, uh, all those things. So you can either send in by um, Zell. Uh, that's the easiest way. You just go to uh, 401-306-3311 in your own bank account, 401-306-3311. Or if you do it the old-fashioned way, you can make out a check to Care In Ministries and address it to WARV Radio, 19 Luther, L-U-T-H-E-R Avenue, Warwick, Rhode Island, 02 And just like this program says, think better, live better, you will, as Pastor says, if you do. So please go before the Lord and think about sending in a monthly offering so that this program can help many, many people and even bring people into the kingdom of God. And uh, so, Pastor, let's get back to our topic, a life emptied of self. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. So, yeah, life empty of self is full, and a life full of self is empty. Yeah. yeah. And and that's one thing that we have to um, really understand, because conventional thinking 
is this whole idea of let me take care of myself to this incredibly excessive degree, right? Let me take care of myself to this excessive degree. And what it really shows is a lack of faith in anything bigger, right? I mean, um, when people, even people who don't um, know God, as they give out and they actually say, because, of course, giving is a selfless act. What happens is they're living for something bigger than themselves. There are people when there are earthquakes, uh, tragedies around the world, there are people that leave from places like uh, different places in America and uh, uh, Europe who go to those places to help, who leave every, and they have so much fulfillment. They're living for something bigger than themselves. I had a neighbor who actually ended up going to help people as a result of the hurricane in uh, Texas and eventually ended up moving there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, ended up moving there. It's living for something bigger than oneself. This is where the fulfillment is dying to self. The people who've lived self-indulgent lives, in fact, we see so many people who have destroyed themselves living these self-indulgent lives. Look at, once again, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, incredibly self-indulgent lives, went through $650 million and totally miserable. Right. Happiness is going to be elusive when you are living like that. You have to live for something bigger than yourself. If you are at the center of it, you are not going to find any kind of happiness. Yeah, yeah. You know, Pastor, you uh, said uh, life emptied of self is full and mm. a life full of self is empty. Mm. And you also say this many times, and I, it's the same thing, like the way down as we go down mm. in our life, right? Mm. That's when God pulls us up. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And I talk about that. There is this inverse relationship, right? Is that, yeah, is that when you go down, I mean, John the Baptist said, I must decrease so he can increase, right? I must be empty of self and God will lift me up. And in what you are talking about, a great example of that is what Christ did. And what I, I read is that, uh, and now God has highly exalted him. Yes. And scripture also says in James, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you yes. in due time. Yes. So there's this inverse proportionality between what you do, right? Going down, if you go down, then God goes up and it lifts you up. That's yeah. what we have to understand. There is no direct. The world is all about this direct proportionality because there's no faith in the world except in yourself. Right. And, and, and this is that That's man like thing. Natural. That's the, the natural, natural thing. Yeah. That's the whole idea of man being at the center 
man really be in this kind of trinity, this whole idea of 666, right? That is man, 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 man. Mm -hmm. And when you are at the center, right, God gets edged out. But when God gets edged out, now you are responsible for manufacturing your own fulfillment, your own joy, your own sense of self, and it's not possible. So when we decrease, you, what you said was, he increases in us, mm. and then he exalts us, mm. and that's the whole thing. It's he. It's everything about him, not I. Correct. Not I trying to fulfill myself, not I trying to get on the top of the mountain right, and right. have everything. If he wants me to have it, and he wants us to have an abundant right. life. Exactly. Right? Yes. He wants us to be obedient yep. to him, mm. and we can have, I don't want to say all these material things, but we can have fulfillment in our life. Exactly. And peace in our life. Exactly. And the material things, once again, folks, are not to be the center. They are peripheral. Okay? Not central. Right. He is always central. And... An example of what you're saying at Deuteronomy 8, 18. And do not forget to talk about the Israelites that it is the Lord your God that gives you the strength to get wealth. Meaning, don't forget what God is actually cautioning them against is that when you are wealthy, don't allow that to be at the center yeah. of who you are always remember me and that's why regard it takes work folks because a lot of people are not successful because they're not able to manage that balance mm. essentially having god at the center and everything else as being peripheral yeah that's very very important it is a formula and that you can never, ever forget and you must work on. So when it starts talking about uh, Paul McCartney, uh, the Beatles, I mean, one of the most amazing songwriters in popular history, right? I mentioned the Beatles to someone, young kid, the other day, maybe uh, 14, 15. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know them. It is, you know, right? that's so amazing. They disbanded. They broke up in 1970. And they are still such a force. Yes. Why is that humility? And it's got nothing to do with them having humble beginnings. Because you can have a humble beginning, become wealthy, become very, very proud. Many people have got uh, right. humble beginnings and have had some success. And that thing has taken them down. Yes. Right? Johnny Depp had very humble beginnings. Right? Uh, so it's got nothing to do with it. It's all to do this man, Paul McCann, has worked on himself. He has to work on ourselves internally, getting that help from God mm. to bring us down, to humble ourselves. Because with this whole idea of, of, of success and uh, increase comes this self-centeredness right. and pride. Right. Got to be careful. God uh, just brought into my mind Joseph in the Bible. Mm. You know, look at all he went through. Mm. And yet he was obedient to God. So mm. he had to be humble mm. because of everything he was mm. going through. Mm. Right. And yet at the end, he was like up right up, Like he was like the second man in charge right. Right. under the king. Right. Right. Pharaoh. Right. Right. And you got to see things through the lenses of, of God, folks. As I said, 
when these people are lashing out at other people because of their lies, because they were bullied, because they were uh, whatever. Things have not turned out. The outcome of their lives has not turned out the way that they intended. Clearly, they're not seeing God in that because all things work together for good, Mm. right? They're not seeing that. No, it's worked out bad for me, so I am going to make someone else unhappy. This has not worked out well for me. You know, there was somebody, uh, John had a guest last week, was talking about, uh, he wrote a book on David Berkowitz. Well, he was a guy, yeah, that would look for couples uh, down in Lover's Lane, didn't have a girlfriend, right? And these couples were Lover's Lane in a car, and yeah. he would just shoot them. Yeah. Yeah, he would just just shoot them. So there's this self-absorption, self-centeredness that goes into that. Look at them happy. I have no one, right? right? Boom. Yeah, absolutely. And he used a, a bulldog revolver. I mean, that thing would take down a, a rhino. And here's the worst thing about it is that when the police came, he nobody knew at the time, of course, but he would be standing in the crowd. Yeah. And he would also uh, have a song playing in uh, in the car and in the uh, uh, cassette recorder. And typically it was um, a Partridge, the Partridge family song, I Think I Love You. Yeah. Mm. So he would do, yeah, things like that, which were so self-centered, right? And so um, it, it's just so much disregard for what had happened. And it's wonderful that he's come to know the Lord today. But this is what self-centeredness does. It causes people to have no regard for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was a great topic, and uh, we can learn so much from this. I hope people will come on on Monday and Thursday nights, Pastor, because mm-hmm. you've just been helping us so, so much. Mm-hmm. Right, and and so, folks, uh, a, lot of this that, a lot of this that we are, are doing is... Uh, understanding some of the issues in our culture that actually um, occur. These, um, once again, the topic of um, the main shooter. This can oh, come yeah. at, any, yeah, at any time, but this is really what happens. And it, it doesn't start with guns. This is not pro or against guns. This is just all about really... Um, finding the the cause of the problem because there are people even in the uk we don't have guns but in the uk you can find people who go out and stab a bunch of people you've heard people who've crashed into people aren't waiting for a bus so they've used their vehicle as a a weapon of mass destruction Mm -hmm. so this is all about the heart that's where it starts. That's the origin of this. And it's this whole idea of self-centeredness. When you are selfless, you don't do things like that. You think too much about the impact that you can have. And these shootings, clearly, they don't take a long time. But the actual impact of them can be, I mean, I mean, intergenerational, right? Intergenerational. And so um, it never goes away. That stain never goes away. Do you remember great-great-granddad 
Look, here are the newspaper clippings that we've kept. Yeah, it's a horrible, horrible thing to occur. And we can avoid it by being selfless. And once again, on a much lower level, just hurting people, even emotionally now, right? We can avoid that by being selfless and at the same time find fulfillment in our own lives. Thank you, folks. You think better, you will live better. Yes. Have a great week. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Think Better, Live Better, the live call-in program brought to you by Caring Counseling and the support of faithful listeners. Robert Wilson offers Christian counseling to adults and children. Address the negative thinking patterns that affect every area of life, from relationships and health to life coping skills and emotional well-being. Learn how to align thinking with scripture and find your identity and purpose in Christ. Visit caringcounseling.com or call 401-919-3239 to learn more or schedule an appointment. Think Better, Live Better is sponsored by Karen Counseling, LLC, and the generous support of listeners. Join us for Think Better, Live Better each Saturday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WARV.